Hello and welcome to Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast. I'm your host, David Danella, stepping in for Mike Marbach. And with me today is Marcely Jean Pierre. Yeah. And, yeah. And Rob Alessiani. Hello. Welcome I, back. I to was going to, I should have, I should have um, added in that you can call me the Black Dread. <laughs> 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 If you feel uh, <laughs> like yeah. you want to go down that path, the uh, we've got the black dread here, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> along with Sir, the, uh, Sir, Sir Guido from House Gravy Tower, Sir <laughs> Guido from House Gravy Town, and uh, I don't know, the the beige wonder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, by the way, I'll, I'll take this opportunity to say that one of my favorite things, um, that we do during the intro is Mike always goes, I'm your host. Or no, he doesn't say I'm your host. He says, I'm the host, Mike Marbach. And I always wonder myself, what is the, uh, why is designating yourself as the host necessary uh, on a podcast? It's not like he has guests particularly. So, you know, uh, <laughs> I think it's just he, the same guys. I think it's because he speaks the least throughout the podcast. So mm-hmm. he wants to just designate it. He's just kind of there as like the traffic cop. Yeah. yeah it's he, like if you're wondering why I'm asking all the questions and I'm yeah. not, you know, talking as much as the rest of them it's because i'm the host yeah (laughs) yeah. he's he's being super polite and um you know in the vein of that i'm going to promise at the top that i'm going to talk less and then break that promise as soon as i forget please do um but we are we are here today to uh discuss uh house of the dragon season one episode two the rogue prince another episode that got 10 over 10 million over 10 million it grew from the previous week i'll say it right off the bat i think it deserved it yeah okay wow well david's starting off with some optimism (laughs) good vibes for the show his heart grew three sizes that day (laughs) i i'm feeling nice and And, uh yeah i i think uh i i don't know if the first episode warranted I, i guess what it is is I don't think the first episode warranted an increase in viewers, but I think the second episode rewarded people who stuck around. I'm sure what happened was there was probably a an amount, as David, as you would say, a non-zero amount of fans that were big fans of the of the first show, got hurt real bad, don't have a podcast where they were contractually obligated to watch the premiere and were waiting <laughs> to see if it was abject dog shit. And then yeah. when people started being like, well, actually this is reminiscent of like the best seasons and it's kind of jumping right in. I think they were like, okay, I'm ready to be heard again. And then, you know, it bumped by 500,000 viewers or whatever, or however the hell they market this in a time where HBO max is fucking up left and right. Yeah. They're like, that's a whole different podcast, but um, yeah, (laughs) but they did get renewed for season two. That's the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about that last episode that asked and answered you know mm-hmm. yeah at least getting um, another 10 episodes which is uh i was gonna say unbelievable but i actually think very believable i mean i was i think when we talked about it last week i was pretty close to saying i think season two is already a lock um, for sure and yeah. i mean yeah, I this is just in I, you know, again there's too many um there are too many people that they i think they want to do right by and yeah. also this show would have to be really, really, really bad and have a really disastrous opening to to squander, you know, 
yeah. what it's already done. And, and I think also um, the I know reviewers got at least six episodes in advance. That's wild. And so I think they had a little bit of intel that, you know, that the season itself, you know, was going to get good enough reviews to warrant uh, yeah. taking a chance on season two. And you've yeah. got to you've got to think there are, there are shows that HBO greenlights that they're like, hey, look, we're going to give us a shot for a season, mm-hmm. and nothing is assumed. Yep. Uh, and it's got to prove to us that it's going to do well. And then you've got shows that are like the other end, like like I'm assuming this one is where this would have to prove that it's not getting another season. Like it's the default is probably, if we're being honest, probably three seasons at least. Yeah. And they're going to need to be they're going to need to be shown either through a, a a dramatic drop in viewership or dramatic drop in quality or both um, that it's not worth, you know, printing the money that they're going to be printing. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I agree. I think it's good that it got renewed. Um, I'm happy to be back in this world uh, for now. You know, it could, it's going to, if it just becomes like Godzilla Kaiju fights, uh which is like <laughs> i like the, the i like the cloak and dagger stuff we're in right now i thought yeah. we'll get to it but this scene had one of like th- this episode had maybe one of the most badass scenes of of any game of thrones uh you know anything that exists in that world mm-hmm. yet. so i'm i'm happy i'm a happy camper yeah um so a little bit of housekeeping uh before we uh get into all of that stuff uh, just a reminder that uh, this uh, this show is now uh, supported by Crossroads Comedy Theater. Uh, go to xroadscomedy.com to uh, check us out. We have shows and classes. Um, also, uh, please, please, please go to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Um, somebody who leaves a review, hopefully a favorable one, but we will put all reviews into the pot. Uh, will receive a prize at the season finale. Um, a prize of 25 <laughs> that will cost $25 <laughs> or less. Um, and um, we are going to determine what that prize is uh, very soon. I should just also say Mike is out sick today, um, but he will be back. Um, and I'm sure uh, there will be more organization when he returns. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So starting up on this episode, uh, uh, we start with the crab feeder, who seems like they're really teasing this guy. Yeah, yeah, well, he's, yeah. he's gonna be be- like it, that. That was a pretty graphic scene. That was a yeah. pretty oh, yeah. good. Like we we saw some uh, open flesh and some bonage, and you know crabs really eating some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it did and really just like seeing the way that it was like described and hearing the way that it's described and how like he torches people and like allows the tides to come in and like their bodies are fed by (laughs) fed on by crabs um yeah i I don't i don't understand why nobody's taking this guy seriously except for the one black dude i don't know (laughs) i don't get it because they're all the rest of the 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 other people in west are just like they're like, oh, a low country boil, that's fine. We can eat the crabs. No, no, no. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think, I think they owe uh, whoever was the co- the like the costume slash character designer owes Rob Zombie a dollar because the crab feeder for sure 
looks like something from the production production <laughs> uh design drawings of like house of a thousand corpses like it's right, right out of in that. the mm. back of my crab you love <laughs> living crab girl <laughs> um marcy to speak to your point um i, I think that uh it's pretty well established uh, in all worlds that uh, Black people are the only people that appropriately respond <laughs> to um, being fed to animals. Like, <laughs> I feel like white people are like, yeah, so what? He feeds he feeds his victims to crabs. No big deal. <laughs> Everybody, I'm, I'm like, what is going on? Right, I didn't even like... know crabs ate shit like that. I saw a video recently. Right. This is a slight aside. I saw a video of like somebody put like a chicken breast into the ocean and then pull out like 40 crabs because that was how they were <laughs> crab fishing. And I was like, I thought they ate like seaweed or something. Right. Like no, I thought they ate little bugs. Mm -hmm. yeah, like it sounds like a cheat code you know, for, yeah, for the next time you guy, go fishing <laughs> as a white guy who's been described as um as i could play anybody who's you know not traditionally white by a casting director <laughs> um but i feel like i can speak to this um you know white people just felt like we were able to just uh have dominion over all living things so we're never that afraid of animals that's why like jaws scared us so much because like they couldn't just <laughs> you know yell at it because every white every white person watched jaws and was like the mayor's right. <laughs> uh, okay, a couple kids. It's the same people that are in the beginning of COVID. Like, so a couple grandmas have to die. Yeah, right. Stay open. It's, it's, it's one shark. Yeah. It's one shark. It's so, a few so legs. So a kid that got boy done. has to be has to be eaten. Uh, I'm not having my vacation ruined. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we, we open on crab Peter and uh, what are we thinking? Is that, is this, is he the final boss of this season or do you think this is going to be something that gets dealt with? I think he does. He get, has to get dealt with. He, I mean, he's being set up to be like, like that secondary bad, but when you know sure. that there's like a bigger story going on, yeah. um, yeah. but he's like, I think he'll, he'll do some damage for sure. Um, he, he, I mean, I, I think. I, and I'm interested to see who they choose to have go head to head with them. I'm assuming that Damon might be the one who who gets that uh, that honor, um, just kind of based off of the way things were set up between him and Corliss, and uh, and just the idea of him being able to like establish himself as um, a dominant force and like really making a statement um, and and allowing people to see that he takes no shit while his brother kind of like ain't so great when it comes to stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely curious to see like how big they allow him to be or like how big of a bad they, they allow him to be. But I, I think that he'll be dealt with probably by like episode five or six. For sure. He's not making it to the end of the season. He, mm. he's a, he's a catalyst to like set up because right now, especially after today, uh, after this episode, Damon's not looking strong. Mm -hmm. So he's the catalyst to make Damon actually a player. Um, I think, I think Marcy, you're absolutely right. I think Damon's going to get this one with Coralist says, you know, those two. So their, their, their standing will rise. Um, and then that'll set up like the big, the big arc towards the end where I'm assuming there's a vacancy on the throne. Um, I hope this isn't one of those things where it's like this, 
we wait three, four seasons to get to a vacancy. Like, succession. The dragons, the dragons are like the dance is in like eight months and no one's even asked a date yet. And, you know, there's going to be breakups and new relationships before that dance. Yeah. Uh, so, so do we think we have our first stone cold lock that uh, crab feeder does not live to the end of this season? Oh, stone cold lock. Stone cold. It's locked in. Stone cold lock. <laughs> oh, hell lock yeah. I think Marsley's right. I don't know if it, I don't know if he makes it to, like episode eight yeah yeah I, I think next week we're gonna see a lot of them yeah uh, yeah I agree. coming up in that drag racer and uh <laughs> just the, ra- <laughs> the, the rat fink drag racer you know, he's gonna Mad be max through riding Westerners. a big ass crab <laughs> it's oh, a hard that ride. would be sick <laughs> yeah that oh, would be kind of dope <laughs> wasn't that the theory with um i mean i know that their sigil is the kraken but wasn't the rumor that uh, that there was going to be a Kraken in one of the Game of Thrones seasons that the um, that what's his face uh, the Greyjoys were going to like summon a Kraken at some point? I think that was that would be that would have been dope. Yeah, yeah, that would have elevated them like a lot because they if any house needs it, I think it's definitely the Greyjoys. They they, yeah. they need a Kraken. So, I still think they were done. They were maybe done the most dirty of any of the of the major players in the last show. Where they yeah. were like they were being built up and all this stuff, and it was just like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I would love nice. to see. I would love to see more Greyjoys. I would love to see some 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 phrase like we're. I, I think they're. I think very very deliberately we're not seeing a lot of the major players from like you know besides obviously the Targaryens. Yeah, but we're not yeah. seeing a lot of the major houses, which which I'm fine with. But also like, I would like to see. There were like. We're seeing like C tier houses being elevated, C or no tier. Like we have never heard of some of these places. And but, they're, I, they're but huge. I think to to speak to that, right? Like I think one of the things that is somewhat uh, forgotten is that a lot of these, like there are two moments of great upheaval, right? The Blackfire Rebellion and mm-hmm. Robert's Rebellion. And so some of the biggest houses in game of thrones or some of the some of the big players in game of thrones are houses that were only recently elevated to great house status if i'm not mistaken and i think similarly for sure um some of the houses that were thrown out during uh you know before during robert's rebellion were houses that made like so some of the houses i think we're seeing are historically big houses that are going to have their fortunes change well yeah they, they just chose the wrong side and now they're not yeah. in the original Text. Well, the main, I guess it can't really happen during this, like the time frame of this show, but eventually any fan has got to want to see what happened to the reins, right? Oh, yeah. Like, like that's, that's going to be, like, maybe we get to it because doesn't that happen? That happens before Robert's Rebellion. I thought it happened a long But Tywin's time. alive. So, well, it probably won't happen this series. Maybe, yeah. maybe we get the Roberts Rebellion uh, series mm-hmm. ever. Uh, we, we get we get to see what happens to the reigns of Castamir. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, before we go crazy far, do we want to talk about the, the 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 opening credits? Yes, I'll just I'll I'll, I'll just say my part, and then you yeah, yeah. talk about it because I skipped it. <laughs> did you skip it it gave me the option to skip it so i skipped it wow <laughs> or it didn't give me the option but i just fast forwarded i i, 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 I it was I'm it was it was crazy <laughs> david is just does not have time for none of that <laughs> shit <laughs> it was none uh, of it. 
It was all the bloodlines. It was the bloodlines and like sp- splintering off and like which ways they could go. But I don't know, hearing that music again, because after the first episode with just basically no intro whatsoever, I was prepared to be like, okay, they're not going to use the music. This is a different show. But then like this episode, you know, then they use it in the credits in kind of like a, a choral version. But then yeah. just like straight up, no chaser, the original the original opening music with a very evocative of the original opening credits sequence. Yeah. I was like, Oh fuck, I'm in like, yeah, it, it, it made me, it, it, it brought me back. I wish we were in Mike's dirty old house. Uh, <laughs> e- eating. I mean, the house wasn't dirty, but it was an old <laughs> house. Um, it wasn't dirty in, in a neglectful way. It was just, we'll, we'll put a note in for Mike to cut that from the <laughs> Mike's. Okay. Let me start right here. Mike's, beautiful house uh, the castle that mike used to live in south the srm mansion <laughs> with, with the pizza and and you know i was it, it it brought me back it made me miss watching this collectively which i do think for me anyway this isn't like a universal thing but i imagine more people just because of the, the world has changed i imagine more people are watching this in a different way than they did when the first show aired. Like we're not watching this collectively anymore as a podcast anyway, to speak for ourselves. We're, we're watching this individually and coming together for the podcast. Whereas in the past, we'd watch it collectively and then record it on the spot right after. So the dynamic for sure has changed and hearing that music in the beginning made me, made me you know, miss it, miss that part of it, so. Yeah, I'm right with you. I, I really, uh, immediately when I heard those first couple chords or whatever, I um, I just like was brought back to the original. But I, I really thought that what they did with the with this new sequence was pretty cool. I immediately had to just like schedule time to watch a few YouTube breakdowns because there's no way oh, I was sure. catching everything. Um, but yeah, there's there's plenty of good content out there on YouTube to break down uh, every little house that's a, that's noticeable and what every little sigil means. Well, yeah, I, I would recommend going back and watching it. Uh, yeah, David. you know what? Y'all, y'all convinced me. I'll go back and watch Eric it. Voss has a really good breakdown of new rock stars, as he always does. This is oh, our yeah. weekly plug of new rock stars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, snap, listeners will be very familiar with it. Yeah, that guy owns us. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so moving on. Uh, so uh, we're at the small council, um, and there's a Kingsguard opening. There's a couple things that happen at the small council. Kingsguard opening. There is uh, Corliss uh, wants to uh, deal with Crab Man. Uh, <laughs> Sebastian. And, uh, He's a lobster. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Damon has uh, taken Dragonstone and everybody's like, what are you doing? You know, uh, so uh, what do we want to talk about in this scene? Anything we want to... The series just continues to kind of look not weak but look, look like a pacifist right like which isn't which isn't weak unless you're a warhawk right mm-hmm. like he saw his father as presiding over a fully peaceful reign and he kind of sees it as his you know both in the here and now to secure and continue to uphold peace and in the future because he thinks like dragons are a mistake and we should have ne- you know they're you know it's the uh the Oppenheimer thing, like we 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 brought on a thing that we should never have. O- we we opened Pandora's box and we can't put it back. So the best we can do is try to contain it. So he's he's a pacifist in that, but he knows his brother better than anybody else. And I think he might be right after what we're seeing here. I think Damon 
more so than like the the backstabbing anti-hero antagonist because you know damon's gonna eventually have a turn where like we love him and he's actually one of our favorites it's just like yeah it's gonna happen i think that like he's not he he's different than a lot of the other people that we've seen in westeros that kind of feel like him right now in that he he he's not that he's not a great fighter he's very good but he he got bested right in the first show yeah. right in the first episode and he tonight you know not to skip too far ahead but he kind of gets owned by his niece a yeah. little later so he's a little more he's not so much uh he's like ramsey without the drive hmm. yeah you know? yeah viserys to me feels like I feel like he's not playing the political game um, as strongly as he should. Um, and yeah, it's obviously coming back, going to come back to, to bite him in the ass. And to me, like, I, and I understand he, he, he really means well, but like, we all know that every mean, well-meaning person isn't meant to be king. Um, and yeah, he, he, things are crumbling around him and it's, it just seems like he's completely oblivious to it. And he's just, there's too many things going on that he's ignoring. Um, and it's just like, shit's really gonna hit the fan very soon. And um, I don't think he has too much longer uh, in this show. I think he's, he's gonna be gone pretty soon. Yeah, I agree. And, um, you know, Marcel, you mentioned earlier that, uh, that this is gonna turn into kaiju fights uh, because of uh, the dragons. But uh, let's not also forget that we know where one of the things, you know, we know where all this ends and where this ends is these dragons get smaller and smaller until they stop existing entirely. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we might not see those big monster fights that we think we are uh, because this, we, we might be seeing the dragons at their absolute apex here. And uh, Rob, to speak to your point about Damon, I agree. I think that uh, one thing that I've been noticing is that he's much more dangerous to Otto Hightower than he is to Viserys or really anybody in the Targaryen yeah, family. Any Targaryen. Yeah. And, and I think, I, I think, I, yeah, I think Viserys does, uh, does recognize Damon's game, which is, you know, Damon is, Damon is loyal to his family. And I, I think he, I think he's somebody who is, uh, you know, who's, yeah, if I were, uh, if I were House Hightower, if I were House Baratheon, if I were whatever that, uh, if I were Beesbury or whatever that guy's name is, I would be scared. I would be worried about Damon. But if I were Targaryen or maybe even a, is it Valerian? What is Corvus? Yeah, Valerian. Because um, they are from Valyria. Yeah. Yeah. If I were Corlys Valerian, I think, and, and, you know, we'll get to this too. I would, I would look at Damon and think to myself, this is a guy who will play ball because I, you know, I don't think he will. Uh, I don't think he wants to spill Targaryen blood. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> we'll yeah. questions gonna be mm-hmm. like no, no question that he has got. You know, uh, um, Damon's got no loyalty whatsoever to Hightower. Like Hightower's mm-hmm. days are numbered. We might as well stone cold lock it right now. He's not surviving the season either. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, all right, I'll I'll stone cold lock it. Yeah, we'll you know we'll, we hey lock keep track lock. Okay. Good June, good June. Um, lock so far. But I think also there's a very real chance of uh now that I haven't read the book, 
So this could mm. be answered. <laughs> they have already strayed from the book, from what I've read, uh, in terms of like his uh, his um, uh, Damon's concubine. What do we call it? His his mm -hmm. second yeah, wife. Yeah. His second wife to be um, is pregnant in the book, but is not right now in okay. the show. Um, small detail, but does uh, in the in the sh show that they're willing to stray from the source material a bit, and also show that like he's willing to just kind of like bend the truth a little bit to just get his brother's attention. Yeah. I think it's a very real chance that Damon betrays Corliss to, yeah. to like, because I think like, yes, they're, they're all from, um, you know, they all have shared blood or cousins -y kind of thing. But like at the end of the day, I think what might be uh, what might, what we might be seeing here is a, um, uh, an alliance being formed between not 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 yet on on screen, but we're sowing the seeds of an alliance between Damon and um, uh, uh, Rhaenyra. Yeah. yeah, like because if if Viserys is going to go the high tower way and and kind of do that whole thing, Rhaenyra has a claim. Damon has a claim. Together, they've got a quite a strong claim because she's already the named heir, and he's probably the official if you're going from traditional standpoint of who the next yeah. heir would be so that's where i think it's got i think corliss is i'm not locking it i'm not saying corliss isn't surviving the season i don't think the show does that i don't think the show does that and also i mean one one if i can say the things that i know just sure. this isn't a spoiler but the so the valerians are like a famous seafaring family like mm -hmm. equal not not iron island in their like in their culture but I, I was reading that the valerian family was basically the de facto master of ships mm -hmm. um for the targaryens and it isn't until robert's rebellion that the valerian the valerians stop being master of ships yeah um, well, so when stannis baratheon takes over we we know at least in some regard that these valerian this valerian family is a major player in Westeros. Super powerful. Right yeah. It feels super like, rich too. It yeah. feels like like back in the back in the 1700s, I'm not, I'm not sure my pirate history, but you mm. either had like the pirates or the British and they were both like the major naval sea powers and yeah. like the and the, the Greyjoys are the pirates. Yeah. The Valerians feel like the British. They have like more, you know, yeah. they're they're regulated and their ships probably all look the same. Yeah. Uh and, you know, that's that's kind of how I felt. But yeah, I don't I don't think only Corliss is getting getting the axe this season. I think that would be wild. That would be I, wild if they were like, "Look, we have we have look look." There's black characters that aren't yeah, from the, the, get rid the, of the east. It's like, <laughs> and he lasts for five episodes. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> I can you imagine? Of course, of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I've seen TV we've seen, before. Oh yeah, we've seen TV in every You've seen movie pop culture, ever. right? <laughs> um, um, okay, so. Um, uh, Rhaenyra is given a, a little task, which is to select a member of the King's Guard. And in one of the most predictable turns of events ever, uh, <laughs> the uh, the handsome guy who won the most recent tournament wins. And also, you know, not without a good reason, which is that he's <laughs> the only person that's seen combat. That's insane, too. <laughs> like, to think that, really like, nobody, that only one out of how many, I don't even remember how many, like, candidates. Yeah, it looked like there were, like, seven or six, or yeah. Yeah. Like only one of them has seen combat before, and like they're supposed to be the like best warriors or the best knights. Like, how they're does that horny. even? Yeah, 
That's, but there's no war. Yeah. It's like that's Shaw. Kinda, I get that. I get that. That's true. That's true. You know, you got to kind of like. Uh, so yeah, he's the only one with combat experience, and like I guess the closest you have to a war is just like these little skirmishes down there. So she's like, um, yeah, maybe if he's to, maybe if he's protecting my father, and then someday me. It'd be a good idea if yeah, uh, and, if he and actually this is, like swung a blade in combat and not just yeah, in a tournament. Yeah, and I think this is definitely another thing to keep an eye on. Right, is like so we we have a lot of like, um, I feel like we have a lot of sets of two being set up here, and like uh, you know, uh, one set of two is obviously Rhaenyra and Allison Hightower, and if remind me, Kristen Cole asks for Rhaenyra's favor during yeah. the. Uh, mm -hmm during the fight and i think both of these girls uh have a little have a soft spot for uh, the handsome Kristen cole and uh you know we'll, we'll just have to see how that progresses you know yeah um, because uh rhaenyra is the one who is by the end of this episode more free but uh i think alicent is considered the more uh attractive one and it's just going to be, um, you know, and one of them is definitely going to be unhappy in their marriage. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not both. Yeah, for sure. Old, old pussy back is going to be yeah. crawling up next to you for the rest of your, for rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Seven episodes tops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he ain't going to make it. No, yeah. no. That, there's another lock. Like, let's, yeah. let's be real. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, it's definitely an interesting one because, I think you're, I, I like, you know, there's definitely these pairs being brought up, but it's almost like, um, like interlocking Venn diagrams. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, like, for sure. For so, sure. Like you've got Rhaenyra and, 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 uh, and, uh, what's her name? Hightower. Allison. And then you've also got Rhaenyra and Damon and you've got yep. Hightower and, and Viserys and yeah, it, there were a lot of uncomfortable moments in terms of some of these, this, like you've got Rhaenyra and, uh, her aunt, uh, mm -hmm. talking under the, 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 the dragon human orgy tapestry on yeah. the wall which was bonkers um, <laughs> a lot of yeah a lot of youtube a lot of youtube videos had to blur so they weren't demonetized just from, right uh, just from <laughs> a lot of stuff in this episode yeah um the dynamics what this what this show is doing unique from game of thrones it i i, I think what we talked about last week like the training wheels are off we didn't need to be trained to live in this world like we did last time mm -hmm. Um, cause even if you read the books, I feel like you were still, you know, it's, it, it was a different medium. Yeah. It's a different we're, experience. We're, you know, I, I, what we, what do we say? We can't imagine a person who's tuning into this, who didn't watch the original. Like, can you, can you like, oh, I'm not interested in that in the sort in the, in the first one. I really want this. So like, I we're honestly all trained. cannot comprehend. Like I, I found these episodes, I, I like, I found the first two episodes to be pretty good, but I can't imagine them generating buy-in from somebody who didn't watch the original for sure yeah for sure. you're either not watching yeah. any of this bullshit or you've been in you know there's for sure people who watch the first and yeah. maybe still need buy-in i wouldn't be surprised if the numbers tick up even more for week three that would be almost unprecedented stuff never everything spikes in the beginning and then tapers off but yeah, unless no. somebody's in like a new relationship and like they're being kind of forced or they're trying sure. to like you sure. know connect with somebody or like, you know so they're, trying to, they're trying to hbo max and chill and somebody <laughs> somebody somebody met somebody on on match.com during the lock-in and they were just like a huge <laughs> game of thrones fan and they're right. like they're like, well, I've always been into Doctor Who, and that has intrigue. Uh, so, and they're like, just trying now to catch up. They're like blasting through the original. Oh, you series. like Doctor Who? Well, guess what? Damon 
Heyman Targaryen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You might remember exactly. him as the the weird doctor. Um, <laughs> Unlike him now, whereas the weird <laughs> brother, the weird yeah, brother. Yeah, uncle. But <laughs> my wife, my wife Katie, constantly has been saying like, if we never see another sex scene with him, that's fine. Like she is not interested. I, you know, the I, least I don't like to body shame at all. <laughs> no, but, no. Yo, if, yo, if you if you cast me in a Game of Thrones show. And I and I have a year to six months. I'll be ready. I'll be ready for sure. Yeah, like, no, no disrespect to him. He's an actor. He's if I got Game of Thrones money, things. I'm paying for a dietitian, a yeah. chef, and a personal trainer, and we're gonna get this done. Yeah. I will have and potentially a, a Brazilian butt lift. I don't know. I just, <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially you know, Targaryen. They, you know, they're gonna show your cheeks. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like you, you gotta, gotta make sure your butt. You, at least, good. you have it in your, you have it in your contract. That, yeah. Okay, cheeks, yes. Ball bag, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no underside of the nuts. So, no uh, the nuts. No so, so we're talking about uh, uh, Venn diagrams, and I think that this is a, a good, um, a, a good entry point into kind of uh, not just going through the episode, um, you know, beat by beat, but to talk about one of the larger themes of the episode, which is obviously six months has passed since Emma has died, and it's really time for Viserys to find a wife because he's named a girl he, you know he he changed his uh line of succession the head of that line of succession is now a girl which is unprecedented and uh and he's not a particularly strong ruler so um people see that as a vulnerability so so let's talk about um all the different uh pieces on the board for this uh Viserys uh potential marriage mm -hmm. I, mean, I guess I mean can we just Get it out the way. Sure. <laughs> how, yeah, how uncomfortable the yep, Corliss. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the the Valerian daughter. I can't remember her name. Um, but yeah, Corliss pimping out his daughter felt well, so I like gross. I love the way yeah. that, that we were like relieved that he picked the fifteen-year-old. Yeah, he was like, oh, dude, "Look, I can't do it. Like, She's oh, twelve. Thank God, not the twelve-year-old. Like, this... I'm gonna need to get me a fifteen-year-old at least." It, <laughs> it's like, it oh. And I don't know if they did they explicitly say her the, the the character's age in the show. I know I think in the book it's fifteen. But maybe they're Allison. Allison. Yeah. I Allison. feel like they're play like I don't think they've named her age. I feel like they're she's not reading like that 15. she's like fifteen to sixteen. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's like I think she's like Rhaenyra's age or maybe a year or two older. Yeah. Yeah. The vibe, I guess. It's for sure. I mean, it's still for sure gross. Um, yeah. But yeah, that line of like I won't have to bed you until I'm fourteen. It's like yeah. oh god, just Jesus. fucking. Just, I wish I had like a bucket of like just soapy water. I could just take a shower. It's just like so disgusting. But like, I I guess it's important to establish. Again, we're trained to live in this world. We don't need all these necessarily need all these reminders of like this is different than our times. Yeah. You know, it's like all these like like sweaty uh, message board denizens that are going to be like, well, you know. In uh, medieval times, there would be like uh, rape was a thing all the time, and and incest, and then you're like, great, I get it, but like also, it's gross, and I can acknowledge yeah. that, and still like watch. I'm not saying like cancel the show, but also, like, yeah, gross. I, I think it's also like you know not to not to decenter it from that, but I, I think they also use that as a moment to highlight the fact that like. Viserys doesn't want this either. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like yeah. for sure. it's like 
he he doesn't want to marry a 12 year old no like, yeah. or a 15 year old probably yeah, yeah. like i and like i, I think, think the only thing that the only difference with the 15 year old is that like he seems to at least like her yeah yeah, yeah. there's at least and they've they've had some time to know each other she he knows that she's kind yeah um you know because for sure just from a strictly political strategy like uh uh corliss is the the, the valerian uh child is the strategic move right like it's yeah. like what are the high the high towers have power for sure but like not not the you know the the naval stronghold of the planet right now yeah yeah and the richest uh, family in westeros right yeah my thing is like if you're corliss and i, I get you want to have like that direct seat in, but like if you want to just stay involved like why don't you just settle for having your daughter just marry like you or having your son marry uh renera or sure. you, yeah you know like have that conversation yeah you know because we I, haven't seen him yet but he's coming yeah he's he's around he yeah. he's he's like i think we got a quick glimpse of him in the first episode i mean but, I, um, I i thought that's where this was heading i thought viserys you know at the end when renera has <clears throat> disobeyed him and done some dragon riding i thought viserys was going to uh as a means of both placating Corliss and punishing Rhaenyra announced that he was betrothing her to uh, Corliss's son. Could still be coming. Could yeah, still be coming. Yeah, that could, that could still could be, be a thing. If you, if, if in the, if in the previously on segment of this week's episode, if you see Viserys like uh, admonishing uh, Rhaenyra, then that's coming. Like, cause yeah. you're like, oh, we have to remind the viewers that he was mad. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think did did anyone else feel that like I was a little thrown? It makes sense, but I was a little thrown by how quickly they got into like you need to remarry. I know we've had a time jump like six months, but I was a little thrown by how quick they were doing that just because of how big of a deal like like the almost coronation of Renero was last time. Like I, I get he did it to just like if I die tomorrow, there's no question who the crown is going to. And I get that strategically that the realm would want him to still try to sire a male heir so that it, it looks like everything they've seen before. But it took a little wind out of that moment sales for me last episode because it was like that felt like such a big moment. So to now immediately kind of render that not useless yet, but render it like potentially useless, I guess they're just building tension. I think this unfortunately is... Like I did read a review that says that episodes, episode to episode, there are more time jumps than there were in the original Game of Thrones. And uh, I think that unfortunately, this is the byproduct of that is that we're going to see things that we're going to see things progress in a way that doesn't totally make sense to us or not make sense to us, but, but we would have loved some more incubation. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, you think about it, right. It's like the series is, um you know has a level of intelligence like he's not stupid but he's also uh we also have seen that he's kind of a little bit impulsive and Mm -hmm. also that he while he's intelligent he's not necessarily always a strategic thinker yeah and so his action of of announcing Rhaenyra as his heir is uh you know is somewhat impulsive and then also it's impulsive for him to forget that he's not dying and he's not even like particularly old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In Game of Thrones, like uh, 
standards. I mean, and, you know, anybody can die anytime in Game of Thrones, but this is a character that he he just he forgot that he could be on the throne for another 25 years for sure yeah like if he doesn't know that i mean he doesn't have like plot clues he didn't he didn't hear the the ominous music that was playing while they're cleaning out his goopy back and like (laughs) he doesn't know that you know that they talk about him in the in the in the in the original show saying like yeah he he's you know that's i think that's what gets him we'll see um but like even if it's not the show is setting up so many ways uh like to like his it's like he's got cancer but no one told him yeah um yeah. so he he shouldn't be acting as if his his reign is as close to being done as i think we viewers are supposed to feel that it is yeah and i i wonder if he if like i guess there was that 6 month period um, that six month time jump. And I'm, I'm wondering if like what his attitude was throughout that whole thing, because I wonder if it's the type of thing where people have been trying to approach him like, hey, you got to you got to find a woman. And he's kind of been putting it off like, dude, I'm going to be here for another 20 years. Like, let me just rock out. And then after a while, it was just like, listen, we have to make this decision. You got to find somebody, whether yeah. she's 12 or not. Yeah, because I think even irrespective of uh even irrespective of it being like Renair is my heir and that's it. Uh, we used to joke about this with George R. R. Martin, where we would say, you know, people would be like, oh, he's going to die before he finishes these books. And <laughs> me and Corinne used to say, we might fucking die before he finishes these books. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, we're saying that we're putting it all on this one guy, but it's like, if you have one kid in Westeros, you're at risk. Yeah. Because if Rhaenyra falls off her dragon, then the Targaryen line is once again put in uh, in crisis. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, this stuff, you know, this this stuff is a factor in, in a lot of different ways. Um, so I guess let's just quick, let's like let's uh, end or uh, head this off and uh, talk about the decision to marry Allison. What do we think of that? What do we think uh, are the uh, are the dominoes that come from that? I mean, first of all, his relationship with his daughter is going to be fractured. And the relationship between, uh, you know, Rhaenyra and Alicent is done. Like, there, there's no way that they're they're going to be besties anymore, because uh, she's going to be her stepmom, and that's not cool. Oh yeah. Uh, and this is like everyone's like, worst nightmare with their college best friend, right? Whose dad's like recently divorced. You know? Straight up, and it's like, <laughs> like I mean. He, you you know that that's not gonna go over well with your daughter like yeah like i mean all the little side conversations of like him indirectly getting permission to move on and all that stuff it's like yeah but not with my best friend dude like that's that's just like on a different level of um you know because you 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 know how the dominant at least you know that you're you're gonna gonna fracture your relationship with your daughter which is already not really good um and then, like, obviously, you piss off Corliss. Uh, he must not think that that, like, means that much. He must not, like, find Corliss's, uh, I guess, his his allyship as valuable as um, Otto High- Hightower's. And, um, you know, I think it, it obviously goes beyond just, like, all right, well, she's 12 and she's 15 or whatever it is. It's, it's also, I, I think... It is also a, a kind of um, a testament to how he views Otto versus how he views um, Corliss. 
Yeah, I mean, he's not stupid, right? But he made a stupid decision because this show and this universe and this world doesn't reward uh, poor marriage decisions. Right? right. Like this is what got us. This is what got us the red wedding. Yeah. You know, right. a a a slam dunk. You know, gross, super gross. Let's get that out of the way. Politically, though, there wasn't really a decision to be made. You know, it it it, it was kind of like this wasn't out of the ordinary and it would have pleased your your most probably your most powerful ally uh your daughter would have been cool with it like you made a decision based on i guess your uncomfortability or your desire to be with someone who at least you had some feelings for and you know and obviously he respects otto and now we're gonna there will be bloodshed because of this and whether it's like a red wedding level of bloodshed that remains to be seen, but yeah. um, he's a smart guy who made a stupid, he, he calculated poorly, yeah. uh, or at least yeah. the potentials there. There's probably a game to be played, right? There's probably something where you could say, like, she's too young, like, she would have, like, something like that, you know, may, who knows if that would be believed, but it's ultimately, it's a real insult, and he didn't have, uh, and again, he, he sets a meeting with, uh, what is this guy's name again? Which guy? Is that Sir Strong? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the guy's like, listen, marry Lena. He's, the guy, like, Viserys keeps going, just shoot me straight. What do I, what am I supposed to do? This guy's like, marry Lena. And yeah. He's like, like, tell me, don't, tell, give, don't hold back. <laughs> right. I need the truth, bro. Don't be he's like, well. Don't be vague, you know. <laughs> marry Lena. <laughs> Meanwhile, Otto's like, boy, sure would be a shame if, uh, somebody got shackled with somebody they weren't super into forever you know if it were me i i, I don't i don't envy you sir <laughs> like, right yeah um you know what's yeah. funny about otto is that he is and i mean again we're only two episodes in and a lot of you know a lot of characters don't kind of reveal what they're about uh that early on you know it was like how many episodes was it before we realized that Varys was a Targaryen loyalist right uh six seasons seven seasons um but uh, you know I not only am wondering you know what is Otto High is Otto Hightower is his only goal uh raising his family's stature in the world um you know is that his goal and also like what else is is his goal and also, is he clever? Because we'll we'll talk about it soon. But you know, his his whole plan with Dragonstone is not exactly uh, the stuff of Littlefinger, very of you know Tyrion. You know, the guys who we think of as players. You know, the um, uh, uh, the the um, oh my god, uh, Tyrell, um, whatever. Her yeah, name was. Like, yeah. This is not the level of the high level, you know, game players from the old seasons. Yeah, I think he was driven a little, at least a little bit by ego. I think when he volunteered himself, he was like, I don't like that motherfucker anyway. So let me, I'll go. I'll go. You just stay right here. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he could have killed himself. Like he could have died. Like that that was a suicide mission. Um, I don't know if I'm assuming that he, oh, uh, as well as a lot of other people and um, Viserys included, just weren't necessarily taking Damon seriously um which obviously turned out to be a mistake when they realized um 
how how many people he has on his side and um you know he has a dragon and he that's another thing like for them to just completely shoot down the idea of bringing a dragon when um, Rhaenyra brought it up, like sure she's a little girl and sure she she out she misspoke um out of turn or whatever, but like duh, like that's like the most like that's a layup, like you know you're especially if you know you're uh, in that situation with Damon, you're approaching a a, a hastily dude who's just like who makes like he just finished killing a bunch of people for at random in this in the first episode even though that was like six months before man. yeah he but got you his know. keystone cops <laughs> exactly exactly you know what he's about and like you know that he doesn't like you but you're not even gonna have anywhere near the firepower to to you know battle him i guess you he just thinks think he's got he thinks he's like he's ab- operating like he knows he has plot armor and he has none yeah 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 and it's also, I mean, it's it's a funny way of acting, like, right? And Damon called it out in the first episode. He's like, Casares, you're weak, and you need to be surrounded by strong people. And Otto is obviously manipulating Casares at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, Otto is not strong. Like, Otto is not... No does not enter situations, you know, and, and again, like, I think strategy is strong and Otto doesn't appear to have that. Um, yeah. So, it, you know, it's, uh, he's a character I, that I'm waiting to see. He thinks that hand pin on his shoulder, like gives him like, like, uh, you know, m- mutually assured destruction where if you kill me, like you're going to get, you're going to get hell rained down yeah. upon you. And yeah, I don't know, man. Feels Blood like a is lot very much thicker than water in this, yeah. in this show. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So uh so let's let's pivot from that, or not pivot, but just honestly take a small small sidestep to like what the fuck is going on with Damon in this episode. Yeah. Uh, because this is this was I think the first thing that like really not really surprised me, but it did surprise me. Like, not like what Damon did didn't surprise me, but how it later unfolded which we'll get to in a second, but so Damon uh, breaks into Dragonstone or uh, the, what is it? Well, takes Dragonstone, takes right? Dragonstone with, his, takes... with the gold coats. So he's using, yeah. again, he's using the police as his personal army. Mm-hmm. Uh, where have we seen that? Um, and then uh, <clears throat> in a sequence that I'm sure we all would have loved to see, uh, he breaks into the dragon pits and steals a dragon egg. Um, yeah. So we, we already know the show's dealing with uh, budget constraints because this guy we didn't see uh, that we didn't see that at all <laughs> they were just like hey, yeah we had to hear hey, about it from the the pizza maker yeah, yeah. <laughs> please i'm, I'm mr king he's making the egg <laughs> the egg no here <laughs> i don't know why in my head old uh, old valerian is like just translates <laughs> to like mario talk yeah <laughs> um but not to mention like that who the egg was supposed yeah, to be that for. that was it that yeah, was, that was like, yeah, I think that when that was mentioned and that was specified, that's where the shift yeah. occurred in in Viserys. And I think when Rhaenyra realized it and when she she asked the question intentionally, like, all right, whose egg was it? Which one was it? And when they mentioned that it was the one that was meant for her, her dead baby brother. And it's like, all right, dude, that 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 is fucked up. That yeah, is that very wasn't yours. Up. Yeah. yeah. 
And I mean, and I think again, like um, we talked about like how Otto gets there and like is not ready for the throwdown. Rhaenyra clearly is and gets the dragon egg back. But and, and in Rhaenyra getting the dragon egg back, I think we reveal that Damon wasn't a hundred percent ready for the throwdown no. because uh, as it appears, he's lied about his wedding. He's lied about this, uh, you know, this uh, expected birth um he's not prepared to kill his family you know this guy who you know already you know from episode one to episode two episode one we're like oh shit we're dealing with the kind of almost like that Lannister like ambition and uh and open defiance into a guy who's much more chaotic and complicated and also um maybe not as capable of uh strategic thought as we as we assumed yeah demon almost feels like Tyrion mixed with uh like Tyrion because he does have like love for his family even though he's kind of treated like you know the mm -hmm. redheaded stepkid and then like a little jamie lannister in terms of like bra bravoso uh, yeah. uh like so he's but he doesn't have the skills to back it up. He's very good, but he's not like, you know, there's probably a reason he's not on the King's Guard. Also, you can't take a you can't take a wife or anything. He probably wouldn't have agreed to it. He's much yeah. he's he's gold, he's gold cloaks material. You yeah. know, <laughs> he wants to smash yeah. skulls. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think that might have been a calculated him him tossing that egg back was was like the holy shit moment. Because you're yeah. like, oh, he's taking it back. Oh no, he just he he gave up the rock. It might have been more calculated than just okay you beat me uh i think i think if ultimately he and rhaenyra you know do you know link up i think that might have been like the first moment you know not the first moment because like there was the scene in the, in the throne room but i think that might have been a little more calculated of like i don't care about these other people i could have roasted them all here and that mm -hmm. would have been fine but like you i respect you know yeah. real recognize real um this was the move to get me to do this again i'm gonna go back to i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to square one and regroup but like uh but i'm not gonna defy you here because we could be useful to each other later especially um you know knowing what we know now that the episode is going to end with rhaenyra feeling very betrayed by her father's decision yeah 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 so uh and now now we'll take that as a segue into Rhaenyra so uh you know Rhaenyra pulls the show up right before that she has a conversation with her aunt aunt uh who is a character that I thought was already going to be bigger than she was in the first episode um but I think she's clearly going to they're 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 ramping her up a little bit um so this was the the queen who wasn't and uh, she kind of gives Rhaenyra uh, what I found to be a very confusing talk. And, you know, Rhaenyra says, if you're trying to bring me down, it's not working. And there's something like that. And uh, whatever. What is this woman's name? Rhaenyra's, right? It's Rhaenyra's. God damn it. Yeah. I'm so sick of You know, they contract characters all the That's time. Insane. But they, they can't manage to. Rhaenyra's. So Rhaenyra's is says quite the opposite, and I didn't understand what quite the opposite meant. It's like they got Michael Mitchell and Miguel all in one yeah. show. Like, yeah, unbelievable. Um, but uh, you guys talk about this. Talk about the conversation between Rhaenyra and Rhaenyra's, 
and uh, talk about like what we're seeing from uh, Rhaenyris and what <laughs> was, we think's going on with her, and what talk about what we see from Rhaenyra. Yeah, it's 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 so like. It, like she feels like such a hater <laughs> like she feels like such a hater like well it ain't happened for me so that means <laughs> yeah. that they don't like any of us and it's like the I mean, full disclosure this <laughs> reminds me of uh back like when we were all in the days of auditioning for for improv house teams and some people would be like oh they they just don't like us like i'd be in like a group and like oh they don't like us i didn't make it and i me knowing that i did get picked for a team i'm like well <laughs> i did so i don't Actually, know i think it's you Pa. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, this whole conversation can basically boil down to like you thought right <laughs> like 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 you know and it um it it was just very much like a like he, she so desperately um uh so desperately needs it to be that the patriarchy in Westeros will not allow a woman to be queen. Yeah. She desperately needs to believe that because the alternative is actually they would have been okay with it. They just felt she was woefully unqualified, would have been yeah. a shitty queen, whatever. Now, who knows? Hillary <laughs> straight up Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Um, and, and, and Rhaenyra is like, basically like, uh, yeah, we'll see, because actually I've already, I got the egg back. I don't know. Wait, I'm trying, are we messing up order here? Did no, she no, get the egg she back hasn't already? gotten the egg back yet. She didn't okay. get the egg yet. But, but she knows she's a person capable of making that move. Yes. Yeah. She's like, she's, she was already named as well. She was, yeah. so that's the yeah. difference between the two of them. She was actually named where, yeah. Every single single major house came and and bent the knee and swore fealty. And, you know, now, like I said, it does take her down a peg because her father's like just scrambling for a a wife. Um, One thing real quick that I, I, I was just thinking like, maybe his decision here is more strategic uh, in terms of who he picks because Maybe he maybe he does know something that we the viewers don't know he knows yet. Maybe he doesn't think he has two years or three years or whatever it would take for uh, uh, Corliss's daughter to you know become capable of bearing a child. You know, aging into that, uh, and maybe he's like, oh, I got to start now because uh, this thing on my back's like the size of my back now. We just haven't seen it. <laughs> um, so you know, could be something there. But sorry, it's just a thing I thought about. But yeah. Um, he just couldn't wait two years to have, you know. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah he's like, look, I'm going to be dead in six months. The the, yeah. the the maesters gave me, you know, three to six months to live. Um, so, but yeah, Renner is basically just like, you are weak, and that's why it's not this other stuff, you know. Um, she's basically said, you know, the woke mafia is has gone too far, and uh, all this cancel culture it has got to stop. It's it's just the fact that you're a bad queen. It's not yeah. it's not the patriarchy. Uh, but and, and not what's... to the thing is not to say that everything that was coming from Rhaenyra is what like there was a lot of truth in what she was saying. You know, and I mean, all of it was based off of like her truth and her experience. Yeah, exactly. And like, obviously, the patriarchy is the patriarchy, and then the world, uh, in their world, in our world, like in pretty much every world, um, except for like Wonder Woman. Um, Star, Trek. Like, Star Trek. Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. Star, yeah. Star Trek. Too. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, that's just that is just the way things are, and I think that, like you said, she was banking on it being like, all right, well, yeah. there, it's not going to, things aren't going to change in my lifetime 
Um, but if they do change in my lifetime, then it's like um, almost an, an indictment on me and yeah. like um, my personal, uh, I guess, case for, for being uh, qualified enough or being worthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think she's going to, I think Rhaenyra's is going to be somebody who uh, I hope can, is interesting to watch moving forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because um this is uh you know this is a c you know this show you know game of thrones by episode what three we were in all these different locations it was a disparate show about land i mean episode one we were in in two major different locations this this show is so much more about courtly intrigue and these are the you know she is a player in this courtly intrigue um so i i I hope that uh, her character continues yeah. to build and be fleshed out. Now, her um, and Corliss only, they have the two uh, kids, correct? Or I do they have they more have than that? like twins or something. I think they yeah. have like, twin boys and a girl. Is that right? Or something? Or They have the twins from uh, Matrix. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna be annoying. And uh, Look up also, I'll take this opportunity while David's looking it up. I was being uh, sarcastic earlier about the woke mafia. And, uh, oh, of course. And, uh, <laughs> No, 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 no. If you, no, no, no. If you're a member of the woke mafia right now and you uh, didn't like what Rob said, um, SWAT him. Uh, yes. Oh, Jesus Christ! No, I got a kid. No. Okay. Yes. Yeah, my so, kid, my kid would straight up like giggle and wave at the SWAT team outside. He would think it's the funniest shit in the world. He loves new people. Um. Okay. So yeah. So uh, Corliss has uh, a uh, Corliss and Rainus have uh, a daughter and son uh lena and here we go lena okay. and lenor Jesus. And so oh, they're yeah. twins they're twins okay so yeah it's a boy okay. a boy twin and girl twin girl so, okay yeah so rain so the kid the kid we saw in the other episode real quick he's 12 apparently yeah jesus apparently and he's a dragon rider oh somebody put a basketball in this kid's hand <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, yeah. I, I do want to see a sport besides tourney, right? We haven't seen a sport in this yeah. universe. My God, I, I, I need to see like what their Quidditch is. <laughs> I would right. love. For, I would love for them to have a. Like, I want to see what the Westerosi Drew League is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's really um, where. Uh, I, I guess it's just gambling and fighting, right? Like, yeah, they probably play board games. <laughs> oh yeah i think in like game of thrones like i think at some point either sam or Tyrion plays like a board game yeah it's yeah. just it's like they had that they had that starbucks cup in the previous show they just like <laughs> they scan the thing there's just a bunch of like sell swords playing Catan, and it's just a modern board with, <laughs> like wow starbucks this product place you know yeah <laughs> um okay so so let's just quickly uh uh close up the this the meat of the episode with uh Corliss and Damon's meet it meet up in Dragonstone. I mean they anybody who aligns themselves with Corliss, um, I think if, if they have a, a bit of a substantial following on land, um, I think it's gonna be a, a union that's worth it. Um, in Damon's case, just because of all of the pieces that are falling around Viserys, um for yeah, you so you have the the ships, you have the the power at sea um damon already has a dragon he has a nice little cult following if he ends up linking with his niece then like that adds a whole nother dimension to it um 
So, I mean, I, I again, Corliss is just trying to play the game the way that everybody else is. Um, he's uh, upset that his 12-year-old daughter is not going to be queen. Um, sure. Um, I think the the... If if there was a conversation, if if Viserys was a little bit more transparent, like dude, I can't do it. She's twelve. Like I know it's gonna upset you, but like, sorry, I, I just can't do it. My conscience, whatever it is, like, um, maybe that avoids, um, you know the the meeting that uh, Corliss and Damon end up having. Um, but again, like he he didn't talk it over with his daughter. He didn't talk it over with anyone really. He just kind of like made that decision in the moment. Um, Viserys did and yeah it led to to these two linking up which I mean Damon Damon is it, I love the the point where he was just like look you can't talk shit about my brother I can talk shit about my brother <laughs> but you can't talk shit about my brother and that's like such a real thing um, that I experienced myself because you know I, I could talk <laughs> shit about my older brother but like yeah, anybody else doesn't we're gonna have a problem yeah uh, Rob, any thoughts on the the meetup? This is where um, this is the meetup where I kind of got in my head that like Damon is only going. I, I think the show wouldn't show us this if they weren't at least going to be temporarily, uh, you know, linked up. So I don't think there's any question as to are they going to have an alliance? They will. It's whether or not that alliance is like in good faith on both sides, or Damon is just going to use it to you know get as far as he needs to to become a real player because he's not right now he's just chilling on dragonstone yeah. uh, and he just gave the egg up so he like he was just like here here's the only thing that i have you know collateral to get uh to get a an audience with the king again and i think as soon as he builds up enough uh clout to regain that audience and regain his status as a real player i i don't i don't know that he uh that he continues the the alliance. I think, I think ultimately this season sees him and Rhaenyra as the main alliance. And you know, if uh, Corliss is still there as part of that, it's like a little triad. Cool. Yeah. Um, but he also might be dead. No, I don't. Well, we don't think he's dead. Um, we as a we know. as a podcast have endorsed the Corliss lives to the end of the season uh, uh, theory. Yeah. Um, so that's where I, I, I think I think they link up. But I don't think Damon sees Corliss as an equal. Um, yeah. I think anyone who doesn't have Targaryen blood, I think he sees as, um, you know, I think Corliss is ranks higher than Hightower because he's still Valerian. Um, but it's uh, it's not it's not the the real McCoy for him. Yeah, and, and I think this meeting for me, what it solidified was that there's nobody on this show that is a five tool player right now. Like, um, you know, Corliss has money and ships and he seems to be smart, but he also seems to be, have a little bit of problem closing the kind of, you know, those intrigue deals, uh, whether it's getting the King to support his, uh, his attack on the crab feeder or even getting Damon hundred percent on his side, certainly with getting his daughter married, you know, Viserys has his flaws. Otto Hightower is, uh, you know, doesn't really seem to understand the military side of things. I mean, he's definitely a little bit better at playing the game. You know, Rhaenyra is impulsive and unfortunately also a girl. Um, Damon, you know, has a soft spot for his family and also is like not necessarily thinking things through when he makes his audacious actions. And 
So it's a, uh, I think we're seeing a lot of people who, uh, who want, uh, who need each other, who need to uh, manage their egos. And, let, and let's also point this out. That there's right now, there is no major threat to the kingdom. Yeah. It's the crap. Like we're watching people in peacetime and you're like, yo, if you guys could just work together, there is no problem. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I'm guessing that that's why Viserys isn't as active or on alert as he yeah. probably should be. Mm -hmm. Because, like, the assumption is that, like, all right, sure, there's, like, little rumblings going on, but we're just, you know, we're still in a, in a time of peace. And we're going to remain a time of peace because I'm not going to declare war on anybody. You know, yeah. and I'm not going to I'm not going to respond to anything, you know, it, you know, any, any little thing that's going on can handle itself. It, it's so far away from me that it's not going to make its way to me. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's just a miscalculation. Yeah, it's like in in the in the uh, the small council, like what, compare the small council meetings that we saw in the beginning of Game of Thrones. Yeah, they're like running out of money. They're they're beset on a bunch of sides, you know, that. The, the king was the product of a rebellion. He's a yeah. usurper, a bunch of people. There's people drinking secret toasts to the Targaryens to return. Yeah. And like they got all these threats, all these threats. Um, and that's the beginning of the show. Hit hit the, you know, the the War of the Five Kings. And it's, it, you know, it's insane. We're dealing with like, they weren't talking about they're, they're hurting for money. They're talking about a crab guy. They're like, our biggest threat right now, it's, it's crab a pirate. guy. Yeah. It's a pirate. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weirdo from a Rob Zombie movie who feeds people to crap it, it, it's like it's like if the ninja turtles like main main threat was like bebop like, yeah this is not it's, this is this is not an yeah, end boss like we're talking about worse here. than that king of rats the sewer guy like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i don't know man send casey jones like he'll yeah. you, do we need to send anybody else yeah. no casey jones can take care of it yeah right. uh, we don't yeah, even we'll... need to send a turtle yeah um, but uh it's when shredder gets his hand on more ooze <laughs> yeah so right. like so viserys is seeing all this and he's he's like i failed to see i failed to see why i should be worried about anything but my my goopy back and my my little finger the the, the work the maggots are going to eat <laughs> also gross yeah, um yeah. um but but it's like yeah the the the, the calls coming from inside the house so yeah, he's not completely. he's not realizing that yet and and it's going to be it's going to be louder soon yeah. because his daughter's pissed at him now uh and his allies are very quickly becoming non-familial which as we know is the downfall of targaryens yeah. you know uh so uh we don't know quite how it's gonna we don't know how titanic's gonna sink but we know it's gonna sink it's uh, yeah the iceberg is in the could distance. be an iceberg could be a u-boat yeah. yep. could be like who knows <laughs> Yeah. We're alternative alternative yeah. reality where the Titanic still sinks, but you know, but how we don't know how. So, uh, so real quickly, anything else from this episode that you guys want to cover? I you know, think looking, we touched oh, on everything. I think we, I think I, we, yeah, yeah, I think we touched everything. Looking at the looking at the notes, I, I, you know, I, I was like, oh, this was a good episode. I mean, it was a good episode, but I was like, going through the notes, I was like, actually, you know, this is it's still pretty uh, contained, still pretty mm -hmm. streamlined. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Winners and losers. Who you got? Uh, Marsley will start. I mean, Rob, we'll start with you, and then uh, Marsley, you go. Losers? We'll do losers first? Yeah, we'll do losers. Uh, losers is Damon. Mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, he, he has, he's been knocked down every peg he's got. Uh, that was an absolute... 
unless there's some, I believe that he has, he's calculated what he did, but on paper, that was a, uh, that was, that was a humiliating, that was a humiliating uh, incident that like, I don't know, others might not recover from. Like, you're just like, you got just absolutely bodied, uh, yeah. you know, so you know, he's got a fun castle by the sea, but that's pretty much it right now. And a bunch of like racist cops. Um, so, you know, I guess empires have been built on less. <laughs> yeah, right. Far less. Uh, Marsley, who you got? Um, I'm going to go with Rhaenyra because she lost her best friend and potentially her claim at the throne. Like maybe not immediately, but that's like in, you know, that it's in the distance like the 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 writing is on the wall that like not even nobody is really gonna even though people bent the knee and everybody did all that like if your best friend has a child with your dad like it's a wrap and, and if it's a boy obviously it seems pretty obvious that like allison is going to have a kid with this guy yeah like, like it, for sure it seems like pretty clear that like <laughs> all the issues that plagued Viserys and Emma's marriage are not going to be plaguing Allison. She seems like one of those. She's gonna like. It's just gonna be like, yeah, like, first time. Like they they might do a time cut and they have four kids, right? Um, <laughs> so there's that. Um, for my loser, um, I'll make it a trifecta of like the three biggest characters in this episode, and say uh, that uh, Corliss is a loser because yeah. I mean, uh, again, he put himself out there. Uh, you know, first from a military point of view, got rejected, uh, put himself out there from a, uh, you know, a marriage lines point of view, got rejected. And, uh, and as a friend. And yeah, yeah. as a friend. Um, <laughs> and I, I think that just, um, you know, you look at, again, you look at the circumstances of the world and you would think that Corliss would be, uh, his position would be strengthening right now. Um, you know, with Damon out, with um, with Viserys looking for people that will support Renera strongly, and uh, there's no reason not to, you know, be to have Corliss locked in, and he's not. Uh, like Corliss should be locked in, and uh, he he can't get he he hasn't gotten an inch of leverage, um, and I, I think that that's uh, that's a bad week for Corliss. I think the difference between the other two is that. Uh, Corliss's bad week might turn into uh, a bad week for other people <laughs> next week. Right. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Winners, uh, Marsley, we'll start with you. I'm going to go with Otto Hightower. He, I, I think he's a big winner here because um, first and foremost, his ass got saved by um, yeah. Rhaenyra and, and her dragon. Because I, I honestly do think that Damon probably would have just offed him. Um, and yeah. Yeah, he, he would have given whatever reason to to his brother, but um, I mean, for for Otto to pull up there with the with the, with the swag that he did, um, it was it was a little disrespectful, and I mean, they drew swords, and it, it was about to go down. Um, so his ass got saved, and then his strategy. I mean, it, you know, I'm sure he loves it when a plan comes together, and that plan came together. His daughter <laughs> is just was named, um you know, the, the future queen. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah, everything came to exactly what he expected it to. Yeah. Uh, Rob. 
Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Renaria as my winner because, like I said uh, earlier in the, the podcast, I don't know that I've seen a more badass move, like just an absolute uh, like devastating maneuver than showing up on your dragon, walking through all the guys they sent there to take care of this who were so woefully incapable when, uh, when faced with uh, another dragon and just mm-hmm. getting tossed the the dragon egg by just basically saying like what are you doing like that's basically yeah. what she, she it all came out just like hey hey cuz what are you doing and he was like yeah 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 oh well i was just trying to get married and uh oh so yeah. you're not you're not married oh cool and you're not pregnant either oh okay cool 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 cool, cool. and he's like i'm, I'm just staying the- at your place until you're you're old enough you <laughs> know yeah, your, your parents your parents weren't using the beach house so i just figured like me and my friends <laughs> could crash here for a while and <laughs> And uh, oh, sorry. Oh, this is your. Oh, this is this is your egg. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, cool. just like, uh, you know, recency bias, but like right now, she's being like when when we all love Daenerys. This is why we love Daenerys. Like these kind of these kind of moves, and then, you know, the show just absolutely, like look what they look what they did to my boy. Um, yeah. But uh, but this is like they're peak thronesing right now and these are the moments where i'm like yes this is why i want to this is why i come into this world to see stuff like this and she's you know quickly becoming like the person i'm i want to be on screen the most um yeah so she's my winner yeah uh i'm just gonna agree with marsley i think uh auto bumbled his way i mean not bumbled because he's clearly playing a game but like you just you you i feel like if you count uh, the score at the end of this one, uh, auto auto scored the most points, especially because in Game of Thrones families, your children's points count for you, um, doubly so for your daughter's points. Um, so I think he uh, he came out strong, but just as I think that Corliss is in 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 a position for his bad week to turn into other people's bad week next week, I think uh, Otto's bad week could turn a good week could turn into his bad week next week um and that's just the that's how the game is played um so uh let's uh does uh let's do plugs real quick robert any plugs trust the sauces on instagram it's my hot sauce company that i occasionally put out very small batch hot sauces which you can get through various means I don't have any shows or anything uh, coming. I I am in study hall. There's a few study hall shows coming up. Um, just check out xroadscomedy.com. Xroads Comedy, the only improv in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marsley, any plugs? Um, so for Philly French Fest, uh, that, that's coming up in, within the next couple of weeks. Um, I'll be on a few shows, um, all under the uh crossroads comedy banner actually i think there's like one or two that i might be also doing um but we don't have to talk about those on here uh but just yeah okay. i would say <laughs> no i i honestly don't know the information that's okay. why i don't remember we don't have plugs on the east coast david yeah. plugs is a west coast thing i have no plugs. <laughs> um but yeah that, that's pretty much it i would say just go to xroadscomedy.com and you find my face somewhere uh yeah. Yeah, I'll be there somewhere. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, no plugs for me. Uh, I don't know. Find us on social media. Yeah. Also, check out xroadscomedy.com for uh, all your Philadelphia comedy needs. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. That stuff means a lot to us. Subscribe 
on iTunes. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast from, but iTunes is the best because that's where we look. Uh, email in. Uh, the email is srmpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love interacting with our, uh, our users. I will personally give a big shout out to uh, uh, at, uh, at Damon Nova uh, on Twitter. Um, he's uh, very active on the Dem Thrones slash Dem Dragons uh, hashtag tweets. Is Dem Thrones uh, back? Uh, Dem Thrones is back. Dem Dragons is also uh, is in uh, high gear. It's, it's really fun. Um, you know, uh, Dame uh, reached out to me and said, Otto's playing chess. Viserys is playing hungry. Uh, hungry, hungry maggots. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, again, uh, shout out to us on Twitter. My Twitter is at David LaSoul. Uh, I still check it. <laughs> um, and I'll probably, I'll try to take over the SRM podcast uh, tweeter um, soon. On behalf of Robert Alessiani, Marcely Jean-Pierre, uh, Mike Marbach, who is in absentia today, but will be back. Uh, I'm David Danella saying, what's our sign-off? Bye. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>